This is the Art Beauty Podcast, where we are always reaching for truth in beauty. Remember, the brands on here are not paying to be here, so we get to have candid conversations because you deserve <laughs> to be informed so you can make the best choices for yourself. And with that, I'm Amber, and today my fabulous co-host is Sharade Siadat. She is the founder of Tood. This is a fabulous beauty line. And before we get into that, Sharade, I do want to um, just mention that I hope everybody who's listening right now, it is July 4th. I hope that you are celebrating your freedom and independence in a fabulous way. Maybe at the beach, maybe you're having a barbecue, or maybe you're just sitting at home enjoying some alone time. Whatever you're doing, thank you so much for tuning in. And Sharade, thank you for being here with us today. Oh, I'm so honored. Um, I always love meeting real women and just getting like into the nitty gritty. I think when you reach your 40s, you learn to take that mask off and just get down to business. Isn't that so funny? I feel like 40, you know, listen, it, it's different for everybody, but everybody always told me 40 is going to be that time when you just change. And I found that I just became more confident in myself, confident with who I was, you know, all the things. And it's funny, I, I don't have kids, but I think back to my mother who used to do things that, and, and it was so embarrassing to me. And so like, mom, you know, but now I'm like, oh yeah, like who, who cares about whatever it is, you know, because really at the end of the day, um, you know, not much of the small stuff matters. It just doesn't. It, it's so true. And, and and what I find interesting is the different manifestations of how women in their 40s, like what they almost undo. It's not what we're learning. Yeah. It's what we're undoing in our 40s that I find most fascinating. What are some of the things you're you're undoing, if you don't mind sharing? Yeah. Um, you know, my undoing started a few years before I turned 30. It started around uh, the age of 37, where I grew my unibrow back. Uh, it sounds so silly to say, but that was a very courageous act for me at the time, because I had spent my entire life being ashamed of who I was. I got bullied a lot for um, just being darker and hairy uh, with the environment that I was raised in, a very small, homogenous town in Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. And I realized that I had started an entire life of patterns where I was chasing whiteness, okay. where I did everything I could to uh, conform to Eurocentric standards of beauty, from wanting to be blonde hair, blue eyed, from wanting to go on crazy diets, lasering away everything I was to conform and really melt away into that aesthetic. And being 43, you know, I was born 1980. So the supermodels of the 90s, I definitely didn't look like them. Diversity and inclusivity was not the the norm and, and the way it is now. Um, and when I was 37, I had three children at that time. I oh, still do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they haven't gone away. They're still here. You can't give them back, can you? Nope. Mm -mm. <laughs> I haven't here. traded them in yet. So, yeah, wow. No, they're, they're amazing. Um, and my first two were very fair and look and really looked like the way that I always wanted to look as a child. They were they were fair with with light eyes. And then my youngest daughter came out resembling me. And why that is an important note is because when I saw her, I realized that my secret of my unibrow would be revealed because she was going to inherit one. Right, right, right. And I had spent my entire existence uh, spending a lot of my efforts into 
the societal norms that I thought would make me acceptable and lovable. And I realized that my daughters didn't really have a chance in a society that profits off of shame and insecurity and profits right. off of conformity. So at a time at that life, so we were, we were talking about what we were undoing, going back to your question. At that time, I was starting to get the confidence that I was about to get around the corner when I was about to hit 40. And I said, what if I just do an experiment for us? Let me see if I can grow my unibrow back and face something that I hadn't seen at that point for 24 years because I had removed it when I was 13. And I realized how this is not a scary face and it's a when, gorgeous face let's be honest here girl thank you but you have to understand you know my brand is called tude which is short for attitude right. so when you don't think you're beautiful when you don't see yourself in the media uh that can also create an environment for you to really not value yourself yeah you'll have relationships that don't value you either because you don't you know it always says self-love so no one can love you as much as you can love yourself. And the way that you love yourself is reflective upon the relationships that you have. So I um, I started to deconstruct all the other things that I thought. For example, you can see my silver hair. I love it. It's gorge. COVID, you know, COVID did that to a lot of us. And I think that was a trend from COVID. We realized that why did we feel like we needed to color our hair? I needed to color my hair every like two to three weeks. Yep. I got so much of my time back. I needed to go to the unibrow. Um, I need to go to the, excuse me, the brow groomer every two weeks. I started to then play around with my armpit hair. Right. I realized, Hey, I can, I don't have to shave every day. And what if I actually sported armpit pit hair? What kind of creativity could emerge from that? Right. Um, <laughs> and I, uh, you know, I started to also, I was a, I was a ballet dancer growing up. So related to body dysmorphia yeah. and the way I saw my body as an instrument and the way I needed to look a certain way was so embedded in me that when COVID hit and I did gain weight, I uh, started to unpack all the ways in which I had my own biases toward, um, toward my body shape. You know, it's interesting. I feel like for so many of us, COVID was, um, look, it was a tough time, but it was also a really eye-opening time because I think it really put in perspective, like what really matters, right? So I know, you know, my mother herself, she went gray finally and is gorgeous. I think it's even more beautiful and more stunning. Um, you know, it's a process, not going to lie. We've done podcasts on it and there's like, you, you know, it, like everything else, you just kind of got to get through that initial period, but then it's, oh my gosh, on you, it's so gorgeous. Um, and, you know, I'm seeing a lot of young women who have embraced this. So I do feel like, you know, we are at a, a time in society right now where we have seen that shift, right? There are people of all genders, races, um, ethnicities in the media. Um, we all have people, all body types, um, all body sizes um, are, are sort of more embraced. And I, 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 I do think that, that we have come a long way. Um, I was so excited to bring you on today because, you know, I feel like in my 40s and I work in beauty, I, I feel like my, well, Let's be honest, when I'm wearing makeup, which is like only when I, you know, quote unquote, have camera. To. <laughs> you know, and listen, a lot of things I work with new beauty magazines, so I've got no shame going out with no makeup. But if you see me on the streets of New York, zero makeup, like generally with a baseball hat on only SPF, like that is my go to because I'm just like, who can be bothered? 
That said, um, I feel like makeup is so fun and beauty is so fun. And I think that so many women, when we get to a certain age, we start just going with the smart, you know, the, the regular makeup, like what's in the norm. And I passed by a woman the other day at the grocery store, probably in her 80s. I mean, God bless in New York. She could have been 100 years old. <laughs> rocking like a neon pink lip. And I just thought, yes, and bright blue eyeliner. And it was just like, you knew this is what she did. She got up and she was not going out of the house with no makeup on. She was going out with her blue eyeliner and her hot pink lips. And I just loved every minute. And so I was so excited, um, you know, to have you on because I, I, I think, again, taking this back to Independence Day, how can we encourage women who are 40 plus to maybe show a little of their independence to get back into playing with makeup and have a little bit more fun with it? That's a great question. You know, my brand is very focused on freedom and, yeah. and I love that it's Independence Day because I often say, while I own a makeup company, I'm truly in the business of freedom. That's what okay. this is. Oh, about. I love this. Okay. Tell me more. I want to free myself and others from the constructs and the systems that have kept us to make us feel that at 40, we can't put a neon pink uh, fuchsia lipstick on and a bright blue liner. We've been kind of told that exactly. And it's so beautiful on you, right? And it's so, it's there's no such thing as age appropriate. Age is a construct. Yeah. When you look at indigenous times and, and other cultures, that was valued. And so I want to remind the audience the essence of what it means and the privilege of what it means to get older. Yes. We have the knowledge, we have the connection to self and understanding of self that we didn't have in our 20s and 30s when we were trying to be like everyone else and fit in and just figure our life out. When you're 40 and older, you can take a little bit of a eyeliner and you can to ask yourself, who even said that this has to go on my eye? The whole concept of my brand is your entire body is a canvas. Yeah. And it's actually binary beauty to say that lipstick goes on lips and blush goes on cheeks. So if we are connected to ourselves and we understand ourselves, isn't it fun to just think like, remember what it was like to be five years old in art class? Yeah, yeah. Watercolor and you just start painting around. I want people to give themselves the permission to play. I love that. And I have to say, you know, uh, I was looking at your website and your social media, and I feel like there are a lot more, you know, and, and forget about it, when you get on TikTok now, there's a lot more women who are, you know, um, you know, we're going to say wiser uh, a little bit, you know, but not in our 20s and 30s. Um, I don't even want to say older because it's like, so what, right? But we're not in our 20s and 30s and we are experimenting and exploring more um for anybody who's just listening and wa not watching i just got my hands on these literally this morning and i was like I, I live for a blue liner and blue mascara and if you have not tried a blue mascara let me tell you i don't care if you're blonde i don't care if you're brunette redheaded if you've got gorgeous silver hair um salt and pepper it looks good on everybody because on the if you've got the blue eyes, it's going to make them pop even more. If you've got brown eyes, it kind of pulls out sort of that richness. Um, so yeah, so I was super excited to rock a blue. And I'd never done a blue liner. I did the blue shadow today. I did a blue oh line, but I was playing safe. I was playing a little bit safe. I'm not going to lie. I was like, but let's get in but baby steps. But do you have tips for people like who are like, maybe I want to maybe I want to try this. Like I, I want to start exploring, but I'm not ready to like go all in and like wild stuff. 
Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's like a, a misconception that like with two, you have to look crazy because I think that I want to make sure people have consent, consent for themselves of how they want to look. Yeah. So if they want to wear something in a way that is not necessarily showed, give yourself that permission. But if you also want to have a quote unquote more traditional look, we will give you the safest, uh, cleanest formulas in terms of the packaging in the marketplace to enable you to do so. And that doesn't impact your endocrine system, that it's safe to share generationally with your mother or your child or your niece or nephew, because gender has no conversation when it comes to beauty. Um, but I think you could start with something like a colored mascara. I don't know if you can see a little bit. I just have the blue the mascara blue on. myself and I have very dark lashes and it just gives you a little je ne sais quoi. Um, so it does look dark. And then when the light catches it, it almost feels like it gives you a two-pronged beauty kind of thing where you get the lashes and you get this like halo effect of a liner without putting a liner on. So I yeah. think mascara is a really fun way to start because that's an easy thing that most women or men know how to use. Um, okay, so let's talk about your mascaras. And I'm glad you brought it up because Tube Beauty is also a clean beauty line, um, which I feel like is is so important. And I got to say, I was so impressed with the amount of pigment in your formula. So I did one swipe of the blue liner. I mean, it is blue. It is popping. It wasn't something that I had to like layer on, then layer on, then layer on. Um, the mascara I really liked, very buildable. Um but but so let's start with let's start with mascara. So how many different colors do these come in? There's two colors. There's yeah. There's a black and blue color, and you Look can see that. Yeah, it's like so vibrant. I personally work on the formulas myself. So okay. And because I was pregnant, I knew what chemicals were not safe when I was pregnant. So I kind of started there. This is the first mascara, to my knowledge, that's made with ocean waste plastic packaging. So even the wand is made with ocean waste plastic that we form out of the Asian seas. Um, so it's a fully recyclable unit. Because we, I think also my connection to myself in my 40s, I'm very spiritual. Yeah. I really need nature in a way that I didn't really quite understand when I was younger, because I need to quiet and, and connect um, and that makes me really want to honor Mother Earth in a more deeper and meaningful way. So with so much waste in the beauty industry, it was very important to me to be solution oriented. Right. Um, but the mascara, uh, I can't announce yet, but we're winning awards. Oh, nice. Congrats so on that. Good. Yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, I wanted to make sure that the pigment and to your point about the pigment, why that's important to me when I was younger Color therapy was a way that I dealt with the way I was bullied. Right. So I would always paint and I would look at things through that spectrum. And when I was starting to beauty, I really understood in the clean marketplace, it was all very muted colors. For some reason, we had attached this sense of like bronze and muted tones equals clean. And then like vibrancy equals toxic. Right, right, right. Unclean. I'm like, who Why? created those two? Why? Why can't we have it all? Now, you know, I, like I said, so I just got my hands on these products this morning. So, you know, I like to keep it real with the audience here. So I haven't gotten a full chance to like dive into everything, but I did this morning. I did have to run out. So I tried the black mascara first. Mascara is a very personal thing. And I find that they're all very different. This to me was so beautiful. It was, it, 
to me was more lengthening than that kind of like I'm going out clubbing look. I know it's buildable, but I thought it gave beautiful length and definition. So this morning when I went out, put on my tinted SPF and threw on a lot and it almost looked like I had fake lashes for the length. I thought it was really, really nice. So if you're a person who kind of likes that long, not clumpy, not like, you know, very natural. I thought it was a very natural formula, which I think is really lovely. It's made 99.3% essentially from fruits, vegetables, and plants. Nice. The 0.7 is just the the glue essentially that is, is binding it all together. That is all vegan and clean. Um, so you have my word on it that it is the cleanest formula. Um, so you can play around with it too, and you can feel safe giving it to anyone else to wear. You know, you know I love that you also pointed out today that like your liners are um, because I was looking online and I'm like, okay, so they've got, you know, the mascara and what I was thinking was like more of an eyeliner. We've got some, um, you know, eyeshadow products, which we can do. But I was like, what about the lips? But then I was realizing, oh, I guess the liner you're supposed to put anywhere. But anywhere, we also have something called freestyle color cream and hypnotic color cream, okay. which is essentially is like a cream, exactly like a creamy eyeshadow. And you know what I love about hypnotic color cream? It's also, to my knowledge, it's triple chrome. It's multi-chrome. Oh. So as you move in the light, it will shift from purple to green to silver. Oh, and you know, it's, I feel like my light is set. Oh, there you, you can kind of see it there. See it. This is and so cool. If you mix it, it's going to get a little bit darker, just so you know. So if you want to keep the the multi-chrome aspect, you have to let it dry down and you can build, but you can make an amazing smoky eye. This is also the thing about uh, my makeup expression, Amber. I don't have time in my life. And that's something that I think many women in their 40s feel like we're in the, like the midst of our careers. We may or may not have children. We just might be doing so many things. I need something that's one swipe where yeah. I look and I can go on a runway yeah, and yeah. go, you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. So for us, the, that the intersection of clean color and performance, because that was something else that was missing in the marketplace. I would often get like a clean makeup line. And then 30 minutes later, I'm like, did I wear makeup? It's gone. Right. I know. And it, this uh, liner hate- will last all day for you. Um, It has a very, so it goes on like a liquid. I mean, it dried pretty quickly. Any tips to applying? It feels great too. It feels like it's like almost not even there, but look, it's not coming off. It's not um, coming off. I don't know if you can see on my lids. I have one of them on. Okay. Yes. 9am and now it's, you know, almost three o'clock. So it kind of can like blend out too and so give you more of a smoky eye. Is that this color? The, um, the Cosmos? I, I actually put, um, not Cosmos on today. I believe I put Prism on today. Okay. Um, and, and these are, but, but meant to be essentially, and I know have fun with this, play with this, but like eyeshadow maybe is a good place to start. Also lips. Or or lip. You can put that on your lip. Are you open to that? Yeah. It's beautiful as lip. I often use these also as lip liners. So you could just like line your eye, line your lip, excuse me with it. I'm doing this without a mirror here. So shame on me. No, but that's right. good. A little goes a long way and you can dab it with your finger and you can even put your favorite lip gloss over it if you wanted to like stick out more. Wow. It feels really nice. I got to say, because, you know, everybody who's listening here, you know, I hate wearing lipstick because I'm a lip biter. It's disgusting. I know. Um, 
Wow, it's a really unique texture. So really anywhere on the face. I mean, girl, anywhere. I used to be back like my raving days when I was sure. born in 79. So back my club days, I would have loved this stuff. But I feel like now in my older days, I can still rock it and feel well, like I'm going way, to the club. Said you can't go to a rave. Oh, no, no, no. I say I can't go to a rave. <laughs> <laughs> There are certain things now that would be like my nice, like my worst nightmare actualized with that. Uh, uh, no. Okay. 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 No, I feel you. No. But I just want to say, even if you have Nobody... a party in your house of one, you can Oh put yeah, totally. But out. for me personally, you know, those days are, are long behind and I'm happy. I happily let them go. Bye-bye. Good you. times. Good times. Um, so let me just see here. This was really, really interesting. So I was looking on this. Um, you've got this turn it up soap route and you're going to see here. I, I didn't get the chance to play with this this morning, but, but I was like, is it soap? Is it a brow? What is it? That's actually our number one skew that we have sold out three times online for. Um, this was my answer to the lamination nation of everyone going to get their brows laminated and wanting length you know, part of my story was to rewild and reclaim and rewrite who I was. So part of my rewilding was growing back these 100 hairs. Yeah. So brow is our answer to, um, like you can fluff it, you can play around with it, make that editorial spikiness. Yeah. But in a very natural way, it's vegan. It's made. It's a glycerin soap, essentially a vegetable glycerin soap that with a little bit of water and activated with our toothbrush, which is a bamboo toothbrush, essentially. Right. You can play around and style your brows in any way you want. And it stays all day long. And for people that also don't want to have Botox and want a natural thing, it is the best way to give yourself an eye lift and a brow lift without needing to put any needles in your face. Um, a lot of my friends swear by that in their forties too, where they look significantly different before and after their soap brow expression. Just from having your brows arched up and put oh, into place. It's like brushed up, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. Like this. Yeah, I mean. Like that, it gives you a, a brow yeah, lift. It lifts those babies right up. Um, so, okay. Because I promised, uh, you know, everybody coming on here, other other, other tips, you know, for women- again, who might be saying, you know, I, I want to play with color or do you feel like, again, the introductory, because I, I I do think, you know, I, I love having um a, a brand like yourself on that's so bold. Um, We've had some other makeup artists and makeup art who are like, here's how we're going for it. But I do think that a lot of people are like, wow, that's so cool. I wish I could do that. And then just never do. So, so what are some other... You know, and it's just like, what can we really do? It's Independence Day. We want people to be rocking out and showing their independence just like you did and encouraging that. Um, any other kind of like fun tips to kind of ease into this? Yeah, I I, I want to say it a non-beauty way, but that's tied to perhaps freeing yourself. Okay. I really believe in understanding like, your connection to yourself, understanding mm -hmm. what makes you feel beautiful at that moment. And that changes, right? And so maybe now I get that often. Oh my God, you're so cool. Like I could never wear that color. I'm like, yes, you can. It's because you told yourself that you couldn't or society told yourself, or maybe the magazines show younger people wearing these colors and they don't show it on someone where you are at. But I promise you, when you try on Tude 
as you just did right now with this yeah. beautiful periwinkle yeah, this- eyeliner. This Honest, is like not purple. something that's scary. Uh, yeah. And so these traditional places that we have been used to wearing makeup, maybe just try it with a new color. Instead of black mascara or black liner, just try a pop of color. Even maybe just put a dab at the corner of your eye. You don't even have to draw a full line and kind of work your way into it. You don't have to start bold from day one. And then when you see that little bit of color on you and you realize, hey, this is not so scary. The same way I grew my unibrow back and I said, this wasn't so scary. Then you start to undo and unravel and then more freedom. You know, the parts of you that aren't free are going to be banging at the door for freedom and creativity. So then maybe next time you try a green mascara and maybe you try using a freestyle color cream as a lip liner and putting it in with your favorite lipstick. You know, what's super fun too is um, like layering liner. So today, you know, I put on this periwinkle blue, I put on my mascara and I was like, for me, I, I there's something about having like the inside, the top waterline that I love. So I just kind of took a Navy in there and threw mm-hmm. that in there. And again, it was kind of just play with the colors, you know, have a good time. Um, and, and, and layering. And I've seen a lot of people online because again, your colors, I've got to say are so pigmented and so bright one swipe will do it but i'm seeing like a lot of women now who are doing double line right so they'll start with maybe one color on the bottom do another on the top thoughts on white liner right so like are there are there are there maybe more traditional ways to use it and then some wild ways that you like to use it yeah uh, i actually just had a speech last week in napa valley for the business of fashion uh, global beauty summit and i wore my white and black liner so those are more maybe traditional colors So what I did is I told myself, I am going to make a bustier for my brows. So I had done a black liner like on my lash line and then like right up here, and I can send you images. I kind of drew the, like the arch of my eye. Yeah. Right underneath. And I was never taught when I was younger to play around up here when it comes to and like in the corners. And so I think women our age or from our generation were always taught lash line only But no, we can play around the brow. We can draw little, you know, circles or hearts or, you know, around our face. We can go inside our inner corner. We can go above the lash line. So just think about this as an entire canvas. And when I oftentimes, Amber, I'm not, I don't have a steady hand. Right, 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 right. Yeah. (laughs) Right. And what's so cool is like, I actually just allow, I don't know whoever you want to say, just like create through me. And then that's like a work of art. It's like a Jackson Pollock on my face. And it oddly works. It really does. I love that you're saying that, you know, um, here's the other thing, ladies. I, I I guess the other side of, of, in my forties is when I started, you know, I, I'll do a liner. It's, you know, those signs of all the smiles and the laughter (laughs) and, you know, even the tears, the line is never going to be perfectly straight because I've got wrinkles there. Like it just catches, and but you know, lids what are falling, you know, yeah. our lids have drooped a little bit, but who but- cares? It's actually cool. It might create like some sort of suction and then it creates like another shadow. And then it's like, wow, that's so beautiful. And I'll never be able to recreate it again. I mean, you've had a, like just an incredibly success since you've launched. I feel like, um, you know, you're, you're in a number of retail stores right now if people wanted to pick up two, where, where are some of the places we can go? You can go on our website, which yeah. is 2 
We're also at um, some of the cleanest retailers in America. We're at Credo. We're at yeah. Detox Market. We're at Nordstrom. We're at Free People. We're going to be in Anthropology and Revolve soon. We're at Carbon Beauty. Um, I hope. I, oh, we're also at Thirteen Loon, and Thirteen Loon is going into partnership with J.C. Penny. So hopefully, we'll be coming to J.C. Penny soon as well. That is so amazing. I mean, congratulations because this is launched what twenty twenty one. Yeah, January of 21. And you are already killing it. Um, you know, so it does just show me that like there is a time, there is a place, that time is now, that place is wherever you are. Start to play with color, get back to remembering that beauty can be anything that you feel like it. It can change day to day. Um, you know, any other new products, you know, that you could share with us or anything new that you're working on that you want to hit on before? Well, I'm going to say this. We won an award for mascara for a reason. So yeah. it only makes sense for us to continue to innovate in that space. Um, and while I have not kind of entered the lip category because you can wear our products in lip, look out next year for something that is really geared to your own individualism as it relates to that part of your body. I love that. I'm praying deep down that it is one of those like pH adjusting lip things because I freaking love those. It reminds me of being a kid. It's so yeah. fun and they always look good on everybody. So just throwing that out there maybe. And again, look at how stunning this is. This is so fun. I have a nail polish color that matches this. So I'm going to have to rock with this and it's not, that is not coming off, which is really, really nice. Um, this was the end of Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to speak over you. If you use even just water right now, you could actually take that off. So while it maintains, it's actually very easy to remove too. I was going to actually point that out too. That was the other thing I noticed this morning when I took off the black mascara before I put on the blue one, it comes off easily because you don't want a mascara that's a pain in the butt to get off. It will pull at your lashes. It damages your lashes. So well done, Sharia. Um, Sorry, Sharia? Sharia. Sharia. I'm okay. You can ask me anytime. And, and I really appreciate you honoring that. You know, I got bullied so much as a kid. I got called Sharaha, Sharare. Sherry was my nickname. And so I always felt embarrassed the first day of school when they would call my name. And I realized something about myself only this year and talk about all the things we're undoing in our forties. I realized as I was deconstructing my beauty expression by going back to the face that I was born with, what I didn't do was I didn't go back to the name that I was born with. I was still yeah. going Sherry. And um, I realized that while we can say Arnold Schwarzenegger and William Defoe and all of these white men's names that may be challenging to pronounce, why am I going to make it easier for everyone? I should be honoring myself. And that's really the spirit here on Independence Day. Honor yourself, free yourself, unapologetically, you are allowed that. In fact, that is what you should be doing. Oh, on that, we're going to wrap this up because I could not have said that better myself. Sharare, thank you so much for being here. Um, if people want to know more, like you said, you can go to toodbeauty.com. That is T-O-O-D beauty.com. I'll have links in the show notes. I want to thank you so much for being here with us today and sharing all of your beautiful knowledge and hopefully people at home feel a little bit more free.
And I would love to see those. So tag me at shatteredasiadat, uh, S-H-A-R-A-R-E-H-S-I-A-D-A-T and at Tude Beauty. We will repost you. You know, for us, I always like to say, what is your unibrow story? So I would love to know that before we wrap, Amber, if you don't mind. Everyone has their own unibrow story. Is there something in your childhood that you felt um, that you may have a different relationship to now? Oh my God. So many things. I was a, I was a really, um, like fat child growing up. Um, so I got teased a lot. Um, I had serious body issues. I still do. Um, I think that there's a body dysmorphia there. Um, but I've learned, you know, married 14 years, um, or been married 10 years with my husband for 14 years. It's very interesting. We have very different relationships with food. And there is something there that I have a very toxic relationship with food, which I try to, you know, bad meals, good meals. I was good. I was bad. And you know what, everybody, if you're out there, like I I try, I'm aware of it. So being aware of it is sometimes the first step. I try to take steps towards it. Um, But, you know, it's one of the things that I might have to deal with this my entire life. And every day I'm just trying to be a little bit more mindful and, you know, kinder to me. And, and, you know, it's so interesting. I also had a similar relationship to food. Uh, I'll offer you something that's helped me. And it's tied to what we just talked about today with freedom. I realized when you label things as good and bad, those are yeah. binary. And that, and then I was labeling things within myself as good or bad. These are my good traits. These are my bad traits. But when I accepted myself and my wholeness for what I consider the good parts and my shadow parts, the shadow is just as important as the ones in the light. Yeah, so yeah. While you may define something as a bad food, that will create this shame around it. And then it may, then the parts of you that want to take you over a binge eat or how, whatever is your relationship to food, when you are triggered or your little ones are activated, then they'll take over you. And that's what makes you binge eat. Yeah, yeah. Instruct that for myself. And it's the same way with our beauty expression. When we feel like this is a cool way or a good way to look, and this is like a crazy way, we then compartmentalize ourselves and we don't give ourselves the permission to be all of what we are. We are all of it and all of that is acceptable. And when we accept ourselves, we love ourselves. And when we love ourselves, then we belong to ourselves. And that's all we need to do. Belong to you, eat whatever you wanna eat, and don't have any labels around that. And then you'll start, as you start telling your mind that, you'll understand your patterns will shift. I love that. Beautiful, beautiful advice. Thank you so much for sharing your story with us. Um, you. you know, if you at home want to, of course, share your things on social, definitely tag Sherry um, and also um, Tude Beauty. And you can also tag me at Art Beauty Podcast because I definitely want to see this. If you have questions you want me to pass on, I'm always happy to do that. You can write me at hello at artbeautypodcast.com. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Art Beauty Podcast. I wish you all a fabulous Independence Day. I hope you feel a little bit freer. And as always, we will see you next Tuesday. Bye. Bye.